0: To be in the house of the Lord. Let's just take another moment. Let's clap our hands up to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God, you are so good. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Praise God. Real quick, before I get started, let's pray over this service. Lord, we love you and we praise you. I I ask that this word goes forth as you intended, Jesus. I pray that you open our ears to receive your word. Open up our hearts to receive your word as a seed planted deep down in our spirit, Jesus. Let it grow, let it prosper in the name of Jesus. Praise God, you may be seated. (laughs) Amen. Pastor Harrington asks us to testify about the goodness of God. Praise God I'd like, to turn, I'd like to turn your attention to Isaiah 48 Chapter, chapter 48 verse 10 <clears throat> You know times in this life where we're having troublesome times when we, when we can't see the end When it seems like we can't even see 10 feet in front of us God is still in control Amen God is still good Doesn't matter what you're facing in life God is still good Verse 10 says, Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. Oh, yeah. He has refined us in the furnace of affliction. About that? You know, when, when we're going through trials in this life, so often we think, man, I, I'm just I'm not living right. Or, or, or the devil's really after me. Or, or just things just keep piling onto my plate. I just can't get over it. But here God says, I'm refining you. Just like gold or silver, when you heat it up so much, it takes all the impurities out of that metal, brings it to the surface so it can be scraped clean so that you're left with a pure product. Amen. This refining process that we're going through, even though it seems like we're having trouble, trouble sometimes, God is refining us. Amen. That's how good God is. The the times where we feel like we're so alone, God is still watching us, He's still guiding our steps. Amen. Yes, Praise God. And yes, he is. brother, Brother James, in verse, excuse me, in chapter 1, verse 2, he says, <clears throat> He says, My brethren, count it all joy yeah. when you fall into diverse temptations. Amen. He's saying when you're when you're falling into these temptations, when you have these tests, count it joy, amen, because God has control over your situation. God knows exactly what you've gone through. Praise God. Paul said in Romans 8, verse 28, that we, those who love God, God works, excuse me, we know all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, amen? You know, so many times I've heard people say, well, not everything happens according to God's plan. That's true, that is very true. But here, if you look at it, God works all things together for good. Amen. Whatever we're going through, God can work it together for your good. Amen. Praise God. Next time you're going through a trial, next time you're going through some troubled times, just remember God is in control. Amen. God is good. Praise God. Praise the Lord.
1: I think when we think about the goodness of the Lord, sometimes, you know, we start to think about some of the blessings or some of the 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 prayers that have been answered, or maybe the headache that's gone away, and that's that's great. And and sometimes I like to to <laughs> I would almost call it a moment of clarity. Or he, He's so good that He's given me everything. Yeah. This, this yeah. I mean, the land beneath your feet that you walk on, the very breath you're about to take yeah. next. Yeah. I, I mean, that. it's all His. And the Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from above, yeah. so we know that everything that is. Good is from God. I don't want to limit him to just the few blessings that I've seen or, or have noticed. But I want to thank him for everything that is good. Amen. And I just want to share one, um, one example of his goodness on display, if I might put it that way. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is 2 Peter Chapter 3 verse 9 says The Lord is not slack concerning His promise as some men count slackness but is long-suffering toward us or to usward not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. It's God's will that none of us should perish. Yeah. Right. Now just being human beings like we are sometimes we think well what about this situation? What about that situation? How, how could I... Get to God. I see all these obstacles in front of me. But did you know that the Bible says in 2 Peter 1.3, His goodness leads to repentance. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Not only is He so good and loves us so much that He wills that no one perish, but he also—he doesn't just sit on that hope. I hope they all make it. But he makes a way for us, even when it seems like there is no way. Amen. Romans two four says, "Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance?" I just want to praise him for his goodness and always making a way to not just life but life more abundantly. Isaiah 43, verse 16 says, Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, no matter how tough it may seem, there is a way, and that is thanks to the Lord.
2: Praise God. Praise the Lord.
3: The scripture says, Psalm 107, verse 15. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness. Not for a bigger check. Not for a bigger house. Not for a a nicer car. Although all those are all good. There's nothing wrong with that. But what about praise for His goodness? What about... Offering to Him something back in return for His favor upon us. He is good and His mercy endures forever. They said that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, for His wonderful works to the children of men. Can't help but think about Paul writing to uh, the Galatian church, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, talking about the fruits of the Spirit. We know that God is good you gotta know that he's good he's good and that his goodness wants to be imparted upon his greatest creation not upon horses or cattle or moose or bears but he wants to impart his goodness into his, into his creation mankind so the fruits of the spirit those things that begin to grow when you decide, He's first in my life. That's right. yeah. Things begin to happen, Brother Carlos, when all of a sudden I realize, He's good and I'm glad He's in my life. I begin to try to live for Him and love Him and do the, do His will. And, and love begins to show up. The fruit of love. The fruit of joy and the fruit of peace. and The sixth fruit being goodness. His goodness can be imparted into us. It's what he wants. He wants us to be good. Webster said, and I'm closing, synonymous words talked about goodness is character. It's decency. It's morality. It's honesty. It's integrity. It's righteousness. It's virtue. And it's uprightness. Anybody want The fruit of goodness
2: in their life. The fruit of goodness.
4: Praise the Lord. God is good. So when I think of the goodness of God, one point that always overcomes me, that I'm always so overwhelmed and enamored by, if we look at Psalm 147, verse 3 and 4, verse 3 says, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Four says he telleth the number of the stars; he calleth them all by their name. And number five kind of sums this little bit up for me, or brings it more concise. And that's where he says, where it says, "Great is our Lord, and of great power; his understanding is infinite." I get so amazed by, so humbled by, and and am just drawn into God's goodness when I think about how great God is that he can heal, that he can touch my emotions, that he can touch me physically, that he knows everything, that he created everything. And yet he felt there was a cause. I, I was grabbed by this the other day and so encouraged by it. David, when he slew Goliath prior to that, he, 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 was, he said, why aren't we doing anything? What's up here? Is there not a purpose to go against this, this evil, this evil that's blaspheming the Lord and his people? And Jesus, God looked down as the enemy was was attacking his people. And he said, is there not a cause? Is there not something to go down for for Brother Anthony? Is there not something to go down for for Brother David? And I am so grateful of his goodness for that that he said, I'm going down. I'm going to go make a sacrifice that nobody else can make. And I'm going to use my all-powerful self to help my people. Amen. Right. Praise yes. the Lord.
5: Praise the, Praise the Lord. Well, there's a story that ensues in 1 Samuel 21 7, where David went to leave town and go to the Philistines camp, as Pastor Herring talked about, I believe, on Sunday. And um, so he stops along the way at Nob, which is where the tabernacle was at that time and where 85 or 6 priests of the Lord were. And he stops by the house of one Ahimelech. And he receives a sword, the sword of Goliath. And also he gets some bread because the men were weary. And then um, the, the Bible says that Toeg um, was there watching and, and, and caught the whole thing. I don't know why he was there. The Bible says he was detained of the Lord. Whatever that means, I think the Lord sent an imp of hell. To have him there in that position at that time. But the part that David is referring to here in this scripture. I'm about ready to read. Is 1 Samuel 22.9. Where where Doeg is is conversing with Saul. And telling him um, David's over here. Wringing his hands and saying. I'm going to be the one credited with David's demise I'm gonna get riches and uh, power and fame by this well <clears throat> the Bible says the chief musician Psalm 52 and 1 a psalm of David when Doeg the Edomite came unto Saul and said unto him David has come to the house of Himelech. he said why boastest thou thyself in mischief O mighty man and then uh for the next few verses he 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 um He goes into an expansion of that mighty man's wickedness in all he's doing. But sandwiched right between there, David said that the goodness of God endureth continually. And it almost seems to me like, what, what is that there for Because it's kind of almost confusing. You have to kind of think about it for a while to get, why is David saying that? And I think David is saying to the spirit realm when he says that, he's saying, duh, don't you know that God's goodness surrounds me every moment of the day? Don't you get it, devil? Haven't you seen yet that God is on my side? Praise God. Love it. I don't know what you're thinking, devil, because every time, everything you do against me is not going to work because God's goodness is continual. Sometimes you just have to speak into the spirit realm and say, Devil, imp of hell, God has been good to me, and there's nothing you can do about it. God's goodness endures continually. Two verses. Sometimes David said, but I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. This is how he ends the psalm. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. You know what the goodness of God mostly is? His mercy. You You can't think about the goodness of God without thinking, he saved me from all that junk. And he said, and I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it. And I will wait on thy name for it is good before thy saints. Praise the Lord.
6: Hallelujah. One thing I love about the goodness of God, it is the goodness of God is different to each and every one of us. Amen. And when you can see people that have been touched by God, you you can just say, you know what? God has been good to this man. God has been good to this sister. The thing about the goodness of God is you will never understand, you will never feel, you will never comprehend the goodness of God unless you have lived without it. Yes. Amen. Yes. Then you start to realize, wow. When I'm encompassed, when I am surrounded by God's goodness, life just gets that much easier. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. We are not owed the goodness of God. We God does not have to bless us. He does not have to be so good to us, but he wants to. He wants to show us, when you accept me into your life, I will bless you. I will be good to you. Amen. Amen. And one verse that that just, just sums it up for me, and, and this is one that, that everybody should just memorize and know it to heart. Psalms 34 and 8 says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Amen. When I'm going through times, I can just say, you know what? I have tasted and I know that God is good. When I start to get a little doubt in my heart, when I start to get a little bit of trial that's just kind of pulling me away, I can say, you know what? God is going to bless the man that trusts in him. Amen. And God is just so good.
3: Praise the Lord. You know, you begin to look around you. I hope you do that. Look around. It's a a time just recently I I taught about in the last days, there's going to be things that are happening. One of those things is that people will become unthankful. They, They won't recognize how good that God is to them. I said a statement and it kind of smoked me, Pastor A. I I said, you must, everybody knows how good God is, but not everybody does. Even people who have been in church for a while get indifferent. We get cold, we become calloused. and, And Paul referred to it as past feeling. Even hear preaching and hear messages and the anointing of God move and still be unmoved. But there has to be in this day and age we live in Church, we've we've got to be a thankful church. We've got to be a church that has got to look outside our own issues, our own problems. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody got a problem? Anyone have an issue? It's time to look past the issues. Because we all have them. And we could have a horrible war story about comparing about how bad it may be. But how about we turn that around And begin to focus it on how good it is. How good God is. You may be sick, but God is still good. You may have just got your layoff notice, and God is still good. We may have just got broken up. Our sweetheart just told us, I'm going to another place and you're not involved in it. Your heart is broken. God's still there. Amen. Amen. That's why I know God's burning in my heart saying, hey, part of the, the greatest moves of God, Brother Carl, are when the people all of a sudden just say, you know what, I know there's birthday cake and we're going to celebrate here shortly in the down here in the cafeteria area, but I'm just going to spend a few minutes and I'm going to raise my hands. And I'm going to just begin to thank God because He's been so good to me. He's going to get me through the things that I'm in now and through things tomorrow and the next week. Anybody willing to stand with me and raise their hands and begin to thank God for His goodness? Begin to tell Him, I'm so thankful, God. You've been good to me. Forgive me if I've been ungrateful and if I've been a complainer and a whiner and a murmurer and a backbiter. You brought me out of Egypt. You put food on the table. Oh, God of heaven, I love you, Lord. I love you. That's it, somebody. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I want to brag on you, God. I want to brag on your goodness, God. You'll get me through this. I know you will. You'll get me through this. I know you will. You've been good to me.
2: Cita, just for a moment, good to have our visitors here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Just one thought I will add. For myself, wasn't going to say one word tonight. But his fault. He'll just come over and ask me to say something. So, you got a lot of nerve, brother. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Now, knowing that the Scripture looks at men like the evangelist in the Book of Acts and said he was a good man full of the Holy Ghost, right. yeah. I know what the intention is when it calls men good. Yes. Yeah. But Jesus said in Mark ten eighteen, there is none good. Right. Yeah. Right. that's right. But God. Yeah. yeah. So, and I had done that prior to your making a remark. I had looked at the list of synonyms antonyms, dictionary explanation of the word good. And I just come to this conclusion, we really don't know how to be good. That's
3: right. We don't.
2: Because when you put us in the light of Him, there's none good. Right. Right. None righteous, no, not one. But knowing that humans grasp for some explanation... Men in the Bible are called good men. Yes. But this carries righteous tone. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Carlson is a good man in my eyes. Yeah. But your flesh is a filthy yeah. pile right. of sin. Right. Yeah. When you stand in the presence of a <laughs> pure, moral, yeah. holy yes. God. Come on, my flesh right. is unholy and right. right. wretched. Pure. I don't know what I'm trying to say It's just this That, that he's the only one really That we can go to for goodness tonight He's the only one that can really show us truth He is good I have to meditate on that I have to think about this Because I, I don't function in good If you know me at all You know I'm up one day I'm down the next day. I appreciate anybody honest enough to admit it, but we're, we're just humans. We're
6: flawed. He's good. He's good all the
2: time. Hard to imagine a flawed human receiving good from a pure God. But you understand that's part of his character. You already said that. It's part of what he is. He gives goodness because He's good. I'm not saying that you can't be good in the sense of accomplishments, intentions, earthly, earthly ways. Yes. When it comes to sin or righteousness, yes. the difference is God's goodness. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need that today. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, so will come back and dismiss us tonight. Fellowship, et cetera. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you
3: and we praise you. We ponder, God, upon your goodness. We want to take that home. Tonight, when you lay down at bed, God, I just want to be reminded of all the things you've done. And I don't want to be forgetful of your goodness, Jesus. I pray, God, your blessing upon fellowship and birthdays for this month. The fellowship downstairs in the hall. hope that you can come and join before we go down there, if anybody wants to pray, these altars are open as always. More than welcome. We'll pray with you if you'd like to. And if you don't, you're dismissed in the name of Jesus. Again, so good to see our visitors tonight. God bless you. Come back and be with us again Sunday. Invite somebody to the house of the Lord. In Jesus' name,